0: This happened before I was born, but it's a story I've heard multiple times. The details may not all be exactly correct, but close enough. It was the mid-1990s. My aunt decided to take my sister, who was three, and my cousin, who was seven, to a park near her house. This is a really nice park with multiple streams, a cave entrance, and a handful of separate playgrounds. My cousin and my sister were playing and having fun when a woman walked up to my aunt, chatted with her for a bit, then asked if she could give my cousin and sister some candy. My aunt didn't think much of this for three reasons. One, it was a woman, and I know women can be dangerous too, but people are often way more trusting towards women. Two, back then people were just generally more friendly and social, from what I've heard anyways and three my aunt was just a very laid-back person while the woman was giving my sister some candy my cousin fell, which took all of my aunt's attention for a brief moment when she turned back the woman was now carrying my sister away in her arms my aunt ran after her jumped on her and grabbed my sister back the woman then ran to a car close by and took off my sister's a really awesome person And I'm so glad my aunt had the chance and ability to save her from being taken before I ever got the chance to meet her. My aunt actually passed away this year. We didn't always get along, but I really miss her so much. I'm so thankful that my aunt saved my sister. Thank God for that. I'm a 30-year-old female. But the story took place when I was about five years old, so my personal memory is a bit hazy. A few years ago, I was casually telling the story to some of my friends, blissfully unaware of how serious and dangerous of a situation I was actually in during this story. I recounted the memory, thinking I was just telling a funny story about a crazy encounter with a homeless person, but the more I talked, the more I remembered. Suddenly, I became brutally aware that this wasn't even a funny story about a homeless person. This was an attempted kidnapping. Because I was so young, I had to ask my dad who was present for this to help me piece together the memories because I had to question if my conclusion was correct. Surely, I had to be remembering it incorrectly, right? Wrong. My dad confirmed the memory that it did in fact happen, and he filled in the missing pieces for me. The truth was much scarier than what I remembered. Here's our combined memories of that day. Some quick background. My mom and dad broke up shortly after her becoming pregnant with me, so I never lived with my dad, and instead lived with my mom and stepdad. My dad had picked me up that Saturday as he did every week, and we hung out that day with his friends from out of town. An important detail of this story is that I live in a major city that is known for many things, but especially for an area that has one of the worst heroin epidemics in the country. We happened to be in that area to go to a particular store, and we were all standing behind my dad's van while the adults talked after we left the store. I eventually decided to sit in the van because all of the adult talk was just getting really boring at that point, and I wanted to play with the Barbies that my dad got me and eat my candy. My dad had one of those old vans that had the smaller triangular windows up front that would push outward next to the main larger window that you had to roll down. I had that open while I entertained myself with my new toys and snacks. My dad and his friends were still behind the van, but I appeared to be a child alone if you were approaching from the front. Here's another important detail. I was playing with my Barbies, when I was suddenly interrupted by a person who walked up in a hurry to the van to speak to me. I honestly couldn't even remember their gender for the longest time, and my dad had to tell me that it was a woman because all I could remember was they had messy white hair that came down to their ears, and they appeared to be homeless based off their clothes. The woman came up to me in a panic, then saying, ''We have to go. I have to take you to your mom and dad.'' There's been a real bad emergency, and you have to come with me now. Here's where overthinking probably saved my life, because even at the age of five, I was so curious and asked so many questions. I actually sat there for a bit trying to process what she was saying. Instead of panicking with her and getting out, I thought to myself, My mom and my dad? Why would they be together? My mom would be with my stepdad and my dad's right here. I thought to myself, while I was silent in these thoughts, the woman became more frantic, and she started pulling on the car door handle while saying, we need to hurry and leave right now. Do you want them to die? At this point, I'm really scared because I'm a little girl, and I'm very aware of death, so telling me that my parents are going to die sincerely put fear in me but I was still hesitant because she's still scaring me, pulling on the door so aggressively. Thankfully, however, the door was locked, and I'll always be grateful that I actually listened to my dad when he told me to lock it for once. While she frantically yanked at the door, yelling and trying to get me to panic, my dad finally heard, and he then ran over to see what the commotion was. The woman's demeanor completely changed at that point, She got softer at first, and she tried to reassure my dad that she knew me. Her actions seemed like she didn't think he was my dad, and initially thought he was just a concerned citizen because she just kept insisting that she knew my mom. It was no longer my mom and my dad that she was supposedly trying to take me to. Being as though my dad didn't live with me, he wasn't sure if she sincerely knew me and my mother, so he looked at me to get an answer. I looked at him back and I just shrugged my shoulders to let him know that I had no idea who this lady was. He turns back to her, and he begins to calmly tell her that I was his daughter, and that he would call my mom just to make sure everything was okay. This had said something off in this woman. She got angry, and she then began yelling and screaming to cause a scene. Yelling out loud, ''Give me back my daughter! You took my daughter! Give her back or I'm calling the police!'' suddenly a lot of people were looking and this escalation caught the attention of my dad's friends as well who then came around to defend my dad and confirmed to the crowd that was starting to form that i was in fact my dad's daughter the woman started trying to look around looking for someone to help her to essentially remove me from the safety of my father when she started to see that the crowd didn't seem to favor her again she appeared homeless and i don't think i looked like i could have been her daughter even if she didn't appear to be because she was the age of a grandmother versus a mother and we were two different ethnicities. Finally and very suddenly, I mean mid-sentence of defending herself, she just suddenly turns around and runs away very fast. Everyone was just so shocked that no one even chased her. Not that there was really much to do because technically a crime wasn't even successfully committed. When my dad recounted the story to me, He said that it was something that really scared him because he noticed that woman prior to all of us going into the store, and she was also with a very shady looking man who was nowhere to be found during this scene. He said the interaction that he saw of the two of them looked like she was begging for something, and the man wasn't interested in what she was saying. My dad said seeing that always made him feel like her goal was to sell me to the man to get drugs. In that area, that's a completely rational and possible outcome in a situation like that. That would also explain why she was so frantic and in a hurry. The three of my parents, but especially my dad, would constantly drill into me the realness of kidnapping, and what happens to a lot of those kids from a really early age. Which I'm honestly very thankful for, as it kept me on my toes for other very scary situations that I found myself in growing up in this city. My dad always said, Be careful, because if a viejito takes you away from me, I will die of a broken heart. But I always wondered why he said viejito, since in Spanish it translates to elderly man or elderly woman. Elderly people aren't really intimidating even at that age. But in hindsight, I see it's because a viejito tried to take me before. I think that became a real trauma for my dad, honestly. I think about that day often, and what would have happened if my dad wasn't within near shot? Would the woman have reached through the open smaller window and tried to unlock the door? If she was successful, would I even be alive today? And what kind of horrendous things would five-year-old me have been subjected to? These are things that I'm very happy I don't have the answer to. This is a story of when I almost got kidnapped when I was seven. Back in my elementary school years, my mom used to play tennis, and me being very attached to my mom always had to go with her. She always played later in the day and into the nighttime as well. One spot she played at had a playground that I would play on. One night at the spot with the playground, me and this little girl of one of the other tennis moms were playing. When this man in his mid 50s came up to me and asked if i would help him find his dog luckily my parents burned into my brain to always ask permission before ever doing anything so i told him i was going to ask my mom if i could leaving the other little girl over there alone i went to go ask my mom if i could help the man find his dog she turned around and saw the man at the playground and she told me to stay with her when i looked at the playground The man was walking away into the darkness, never paying the other girl any attention. I never really thought anything more of it until about 20 years later. Now that I'm 27 years old and told my boyfriend this story, how the man had only asked me and not the other girl, and how he said the man had probably been watching me and targeting me, hearing that gave me the chills. I would like to thank my parents for drilling paranoia and needing permission to do things in my head, because if they didn't, I probably would have went with that man, never to be seen ever again. Hey everyone, apologies for the interruption, but I need to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, ShipStation. If you have your own small business, this is perfect for you. Whether you're shipping from your house or a warehouse, ShipStation can help increase your profitability. It's also incredibly easy to use the ShipStation dashboard to manage your orders. You even get a free trial and quick setup. I know a few people personally who've used ShipStation, and their shipping rates are a lot more affordable compared to other companies. There's effortless integration everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. You'll also get discounts up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation, and about 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. So again, if you have your own small business online, definitely consider checking it out. Set your business up for holiday season success with ShipStation go to shipstation.com and use code cannibal today and sign up for your free 60-day trial that's shipstation.com code cannibal all right let's get back to the stories this happened when i was much younger and it wasn't common for things like this to happen in our neighborhood anyways it was the start of summer and all of my friends were at the local park. We had just come back from school when I had noticed this odd man watching our moves, though I didn't think much of it and proceeded to go in the forest that was just next to the road joining the different streets. The suspicious man that I had seen about 15 minutes ago had walked into the area that we were climbing these small trees in. I started to feel uncomfortable because my mother would always get on my nerves always saying to never go with strangers and to stay away from people I don't know. So I thought it would be best if I walked off further away towards a more populated area that we'd made a den two weeks before. I found this really boring and I didn't have any friends there. Without a pal, it just really isn't the same. So I decided to plan the climbing frame placed just in front of me. However, as I ran, I caught my friends pointing and laughing i thought this was extremely odd as what's there to laugh about i knew something was up when i started to get really creeped out and felt that horrible feeling when you're not the only presence i swiftly looked behind me to see this asian man who looked to be around 17 trying to reach for my left shoulder and then eventually he grabbed onto my wrist it was so tight then it actually left a bruise for an entire week I was thankfully very quick to act, and using all the force I could, I managed to kick him as hard as I could in his knee, to which he released his grip on me, then giving me an opportunity to then bolt and scream. It just came out. I actually couldn't stop myself from shouting at this point. This then caused people to look and run over to see what the problem was. My mom's friend was taking a jog at this time. So she immediately got my mother, who called the police whilst comforting me. The police came and they checked everything out, but unfortunately, they never did find the man. I'm so thankful that I got out of his grip, and thank God for the friend that helped me. I don't even want to think about what could have happened to me if my mom's friend wasn't there to help me. To give a description of where I live to better understand this story, I'd have to tell you that I live in a fairly small town on the eastern shore. There's multiple parks in the area, but the most common one people go to is the elementary school that is three blocks away from my house. On this day, it was very gloomy and cloudy outside, I would say early to mid-fall. I was around 11 or 12 when this happened, and I'm currently 22. My mom's friend lived with us, and her daughters would come over every other weekend. Her daughter closest to my age was the one I was very close with, and we did everything together. My mom wasn't very strict at all, and usually would allow us to ride bikes around town, walk to one of the parks, or the corner store that is down my street, since everything was very close together. My mom was very friendly, and she often made friendships with the local police officers in town, which I'm assuming gave her a sense of safety and familiarity since the cops would often stop to talk to my sisters and I. My mom's friend's daughter, I'm going to call her Chelsea, was sitting on the porch with me in my house. We we're just talking like kids usually do and I noticed my mom left a pack of cigarettes on one of the chairs that we had outside and us being kids, we watched our parents smoke and we wanted to try it. I know, dumb. Like come on But hey We live and we learn We decided to steal one And we asked if we could go to the park and play to smoke it So that nobody would know what we did In the process of asking My younger 6 year old sister overheard And wanted to come along I think everybody with siblings know that irritating feeling Whenever they ask to tag along But we had to take her or we couldn't go so we grabbed our jackets and walked our happy selves to the park. It's not even a 10 minute walk from my house to the park. Before we left, I had this weird feeling that something was wrong, but I assumed it was just a feeling of guilt because I had stolen something that I wasn't supposed to have. Also, the school is located on a corner. It has a road located on three sides the front of the school, the right side of the school where the buses would go to drop the kids off, and the bag behind the parking lot and the baseball fields. The left side of the school had houses lined all down the street. There are two ways to enter the park, and the front through a fence that's off to the left of the building, or you can walk down the side of the school through the bus drop, and then through the parking lot that stretched the entire bag portion of the school. That route is usually longer, though. We, of course, went through the gate that's in the fence, because it takes you right to the park. We being kids just started swinging on the swings and just wanted to do what kids do. At one point, we decided to walk to the baseball fields, completely forgetting what we originally came to do. The baseball fields had a tall fence that went completely around it, then stopping at the parking lot. Chelsea and my sister were just spinning around in circles and chasing after each other, I was standing close to the parking lot just watching them and looking at the sky, when I then got this really weird feeling. It felt like the entire park was once filled with birds chirping, cars riding by, and just typical sounds that a town makes, to then complete silence. I look up, and I notice a man walking by the fence that lined the road behind the school. He was wearing a tie-dye hoodie with the hood up, and he was walking with his head down. I instantly got chills and the hair on my body then stood up. It was a feeling that I had never had before. I then called my sister and Chelsea over to me. I told them that something didn't feel right about that guy, and if I told them to run, they needed to run to the fence with the gate. There's a huge stretch of parking lot and sidewalk that goes from the parking lot to the fence with the gate. Probably a five minute walk if you're walking, but maybe about two minutes if you're running. I watched him the entire time as he walked from the road behind the school to the road that led to the side of the school where the buses dropped off the kids. At this point, we were standing in an area in the parking lot closest to the actual park itself, so if we needed to run, we could get to the gate without wasting too much energy because we still had three blocks to walk in order to get to my house. The second he turned into the parking lot, my stomach then twisted and I immediately told them to run as fast as they could. They're then screaming and crying as we're running. I never turned back to see if he was behind us, but when he noticed us running, he started running right towards us in the parking lot. We busted through the gate, and then ran to the corner of the street so we could cross over and make our way back home. As soon as we got to the corner, I thought we would be fine, but when I looked down the street to see if he was following us, he was now speed-walking through the area where the buses dropped off the kids. He wasn't even a few feet from us. I felt an intense amount of fear and panic wash over my whole body. My hands were shaking, and my legs felt like they were going to give out in any second. My sister and Chelsea were completely out of breath, and also panicking as well. They kept saying they couldn't run anymore, but I kept telling them they had to. That they had no choice but to do that. We crossed the street in a speed walk. I have my arms around them with a grip on their shoulders. I can't think, and I can't talk. I felt nothing but worry that I was never going to see my family again. We reached the second block, and he was still right behind us. By the grace of God, a truck passed by, and one of my mom's friends pulled down the window, asking us why we weren't home and what the hell we were doing with no parents. Chelsea, with tears going down her face, told him we were being followed and that he was right behind us. We all then turned our heads to then show him who we were talking about, but the guy that was following us had simply just vanished in the air. He was so close behind us that we could hear his feet hitting the concrete as he was walking, just a turn around not even two minutes later, and he was gone. My mom's friend walked us the rest of the way home. I swear God was watching us that day, and sent my mom's friend to save us. That was the single most terrifying moment of my life, and even to this day, it's hard for me to walk anywhere by myself. The craziest part of it is that a friend of mine actually told me a few years later she knew a guy that lived in my area at the time, and he eventually moved in a city two hours away from my town, and that he held a gun to her head when she turned him down. Guess what he was wearing? The same tie-dye hoodie that I remember seeing. That's what she said anyways. I mean, it could really all be a coincidence. But who really knows these days? Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember... To always, stay on.